0: This is Valor Radio. Valor, strength of mind and spirit that enables a person to face danger with resolve and determination in battle or in any other situation. Valor, like that displayed by veterans of every branch of the military throughout our community. This radio show, Valor Radio, salutes all of you who have raised your right hands to volunteer to protect and preserve our unique American way of life. Thanks for joining us and your brothers and sisters in uniform. When
1: liberty's in jeopardy, I will always do what's right. I'm out here on the front lines, sleeping peace tonight, American soldiers.
0: Now, Valor Radio. Well, sailors, soldiers, airmen, marines, coasties, and the guardians and civilians, and anybody else we may have missed, we welcome you inside the big tent of Valor Radio once again. And uh, before we bring in uh, Colonel Paul and Captain Steve, we want you to know that the champagne corks are popping. Here at the WISL Studios, Rochester City Schools, ladies and gentlemen, $1 billion budget. Let's
2: hear it! Well, you know, that's funny you should mention that, because that was one of the things we were going to discuss a
0: little bit today. I tried to do a little digging into that. Yikes. Uh, And the student population below 20,000 for the first time in 131 years.
2: Yes.
3: Yay! So,
0: so, um,
2: the simple math would be to divide the students by the budget, but a chunk of that budget goes to the... Charter schools. So out of that budget, there's probably around 26,000 um, 26, students.
0: 6,000 kids in charter schools.
2: 6,000 in plus. charter schools plus. So let's say 26,000 kids for a billion dollars. Why don't just
4: buy my a house?
2: So that's, you know, 38500 per child. The the national average is somewhere around fourteen. Well, I'll buy a New, New York average is around $22,000. Um, Rochester is by far the most expensive school district.
4: But you know, that $1 billion does not count the federal stimulus.
2: Yeah, which is a whole other thing, which is an absolute whole other thing. Oh, which is that?
4: Um,
2: was it $300 million? Or something? I, I, I don't know. That's, yeah.
0: that's a lot of money. So so it's, that's that's a so lot of the real money. cost is probably like fifty k per student.
2: Well, for one year they've got to spend all that stimulus money for
4: one year. Um, oh my god! The
2: stimulus money has aye to be aye spent aye. at least the money that the county got and that the city got, not the city school. Did, the city got they have five years to spend it. Well, they have the money. Mm. They have five years to spend it. So, um,
4: I bet the unions are happy.
2: Well, the I will say that. Uh, the contracts that have been done the last couple of years um, have been um, more than reasonable yeah. but the, the other side of that is the other side of that is that um, there and once again and this I don't know if it was uh, why it got to be this way, but the the pay scales in the county, for instance, had gotten completely out of whack. Um, what, what does that mean, out of whack?
0: Out so of whack here,
2: so let's say a a person has got a title. I'll just make up a title. Let's say they're a Clerk 3, all right, which means some kind of admin support person. A Clerk 3 that works in the Webster School District doesn't get paid the same as a Clerk 3 that works for the county of Monroe or that works for the town of Gates or works for the town of Penfield. Each of the municipalities get to set the pay scale for that civil service title, so a clerk 3 in the county might have been making $32,000 a year a clerk 3 in webster might have been make in the webster school district might have been making $42,000 a year i mean there was that much disparity um in the pay scales that and uh so the county just for decades got behind um their their philosophy of of the last administration's philosophy of this contract thing was you'll take what we're going to give you and that's it. I mean, I went through this when I first got to the county, you know, got to the sheriff's office, we had two contracts that had been out for four or five years. um and it you know, we came in and took a very different approach. Uh, you know there's three parties to it, obviously the union the sheriff and and the county and but uh so we had a deal with the then republican administration and and it was just their way of their their initial you know they'd come in sometimes and they're saying our baseline is zero <laughs> for pay increases for this union and that would be the starting point um, we're doing zeros for three years or five
0: years and what exactly is wrong with it?
2: Well, they're already way behind when you people haven't gotten any kind of increase or cost-of-living increase for 8 or 10 or 12 years. is that? Are, are they not well compensated? Who? Like teachers and stuff? No, you've got to keep all the unions separate. I'm talking about particularly in the county of Monroe. Um are talking about what?
0: Who? Who, uh, who are the employees we're talking about?
2: Well, there's, I don't know, 5,000 CSEA employees in the county. There's... You know, there's 550 jail de- or court or or jail deputies. There's 250. No, I, okay,
0: I thought we were talking about the schools, though. I, no, I, no, I, but
2: I'm I'm bouncing around, and I would tell you is I've looked at the actually I've looked at the pay scales, and the people today aren't making nearly the money that the folks were making, you know, proportionally 20 years ago. It's still not bad. Well, the
0: economy's I, kind of stinky now. Yeah, well, I mean.
2: I'm saying these things don't change overnight, though, Bob. I mean, the teachers don't get paid nearly as much today as they did. Um, and whether that was enough or too much, I mean, there was a sort of a high point for teachers. I'm not. Listen, the bottom line is that you pick a profession, you have to work with what the profession's willing to pay. You know, are teachers getting enough money? I don't know. You know, that can be argued. Um, but I'm just saying within. Everything isn't standardized and you really have to break it down, excuse me, by district. So is this
0: an argument for things to be standardized? Or?
2: No, no. I think circumstances are very different. I think the challenges of teaching in the city are probably much greater than, you know, teaching in um, Webster School District or Pittsburgh School District. The different challenges, My just my personal opinion. Um Fairport School District, one of the challenges we have throughout the entire country and not just here but the, there 's such declining um, birth rates it 's really having a dramatic effect now on the schools you You mentioned that rochester 's at the lowest number, and I think if you talk to the other school districts you 'd probably see that they 've been trying to fight off declines um. And try to figure out how to adjust budgets and, you know, what their baseline is for spending. Uh, You know, there's a certain overhead you need. You know, it's really, truly mind-blowing
4: is the concept that they've decided to spend a billion dollars on little old Rochester, New York's city school district. And they have maybe 3% of their students that are competent in math. You can put all their students, oh, that,
0: that The, the, the graduation they, they, stuff is totally. It, you contrived. can put them all in
2: one room, right? And and and, and they're spending a billion dollars. Well, listen, I'll, I'll be the first one to say that Rochester had a chance to fix this thirty years ago. They they really did have a chance to fix this thirty years ago. How? how yeah, how was that? So I don't know if you remember, but there was you've been here long enough, and Steve it was probably while you were away serving. Yeah, but they decided. Education was going to be a gigantic priority here, and they decided to spend a ton of money on education. and And instead of saying we're going to start, we're going to start, and we're going to do K through three, we're going to we're going to dump all this money into, or you know, a big chunk of this money into K through three. And as those kids go, you know, then they'll be fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh mm-hmm. graders. And in seven or eight years, we will have made these profound changes to the education system. Mm-hmm. By, because they concentrated this money and and did that. Instead, mm-hmm. they said, well, that would be unfair to the people in 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, through 12th grade if you focused all the energy on yeah. just K through 3. And so they, what they did is they took all this money they wanted to spend and they diluted it to the point where it had little effect. It's just like field artillery. You know, if you fire one artillery round, you know, every mile, it's not going to have any effect. What you do is you fire 30 artillery rounds in one kilometer grid square, and you have the desired effect. And they didn't do that. They didn't concentrate the money they had at that. And they one of the things was they were going to give teachers a lot more money for pay. So those teachers are at so the end happened? of their careers. What happened? The teachers got a lot more money, and the rest of the money got diluted, and there was no change.
0: Well, what happened was, what happened was the political left took over, yeah. and everything got diverted into other agendas. And that's that's a real serious problem.
4: So all those so, people that they they enticed to come into the teaching profession with all this money uh, ended up being leftists.
0: So now it attracts, we the, it attracts ideologues, right? Is what, that, what it that's what it did. And, and yeah. who are the who are the people who typically are attracted to careers such as education, media, right. uh, performing arts, all that stuff? They all tend to be. Politically left, right, uh, and so what you do is you take this great big vat of volatile fuel, and you start throwing matches in it, uh, uh-huh. and uh, what do you think is going to happen? That's what. That's how we've gotten where we are. This is why you take most kids. Obviously, I understand they're all individual cases. You take most kids who are homeschooled, and they blow. Yeah. They, they are taught by people with the, an educational budget of zero. Their parents or people in homeschooling groups, and there are many of those out there, and they blow away public school educated kids on on, on testing.
2: Well, not even close. You know, a a one to two ratio or a one to three ratio if you have three kids, uh, you know, there's something to be said for that. Now, the other thing that you're talking about with homeschooling for the most part is and we'll get back to this and of course we'll get screamed at by the left for saying this that that's the nuclear family typically the the circumstance that allows for homeschooling is typically two parents in the
0: home mm, sometimes sometimes I, I, a lot of it is done Paul, with uh, with with home uh schooling groups i understand i understand but i'm i'm saying that they tend
2: to be the more stable families um that Probably faith-based. A lot of those groups are born out of their their churches and other things. I, I'm just saying that something that we're, we can't discount. It's just not the schools. It's the erosion of the family, the erosion of faith, and uh, you take all the you take those things away, people lose that anchor that that helps them through uh, the toughness of growing up. We're hearing music,
0: so I guess we got to take a break. Yeah, we will late this. for the break. I had to go to a break, but we'll pick this up on the other side on Valor Radio with the Colonel and the Captain on WYSL. We'll the other.
3: go-to for standard of specialized business insurance coverage. MGM Associates of Rochester, now serving the region and beyond in New York. Since 1984, MGM has provided leading coverage from a wide range of carriers, not only home, condo, boat, motorcycle, and auto, but also specialized policies for all types of businesses, including nonprofits and law firms, livery insurance, property insurance, and bonds for all needs. MGM Associates of Rochester provides auto, workers' comp, health care, and liability coverage. Choose from virtual appointments or good old office in-person consults by appointment at our penfield office five-time consecutive winner of the national best practices award mgm is proud to support veterans groups for your personal business home or professional insurance needs meet the experienced staff at mgm associates locally and proudly owned at 1745 penfield road in penfield 3817008 or mgminsure.com an associate of ontario insurance company 28 canandaigua street in shortsville
1: What a crazy couple of years we've had.
3: Everybody's fighting.
1: Inflation is causing all kinds of havoc. We have people on television and on radio telling us how much we should hate other people because they think differently than you do. We all need to sit back for a moment and just take a breath. Remember what we like about others, not what makes us mad about them. Most times I feel like we all want what's best for our families in America, but we just have different ways of going about it. My mother had a way of just taking a simple pleasure, like taking a bite from her favorite sandwich and saying, Ah, this is good. For me, the Orioles may have a winning season. This is good. Oh, if you feel you want to talk about your current investment planning, estate planning, or life insurance, we're right in Penfield at A.M. Ginsburg Advisory Group, 585 377 4720. I feel better already.
0: Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc., AM Ginsburg Advisory Group, and Securities America companies are separate entities.
3: Join Abate Monroe County, American bikers aimed toward education and help adult bikers ride free and safe. Check out our meetings on the third Friday monthly at Wise Guys Diner and Catering, 2811 Dewey Avenue. Join Abate for less than 50 cents a week.
0: Google Abate Monroe County on the web. Hey, how about becoming a member of the National Warplane Museum in Geneseo, New York? Help us preserve history. Plus,
2: you get some pretty fancy benefits. Visit us online, nationalwarplanemuseum.com.
1: From Niagara Falls to the Adirondacks
0: and from Canada to Pennsylvania, you're listening to Valor Radio. Well, ladies and gentlemen, our co-hosts have not been properly introduced, so here is Colonel Paul Simonelli. Thanks, Robert. And it's Captain from, Captain, from, Captain, name, Steve Ma- you. Captain Steve Mamaku, Captain Steve
4: Mamano, he, he, Paul's got to get a theme. We got to get a theme for Paul. A theme? A theme like a like a, a like your 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 music. My music? Yeah, like something
0: that like that's Paul. <laughs> get one of those great great uh, jingles like uh, Nick Nixon had. We got a crescendo. Diminuendo. <laughs> <laughs> we got the station that's setting the trend of. <laughs>
4: This Isn't sad you still remember all that? Your head is so crowded with these <laughs>
0: with useless stuff. It's really funny because uh, when I was programming WBBF in the 1960s, the 1970s, uh, Nick Jr. worked for me. Oh, and his dad worked in the sales department. Uh-huh. So we, we sometimes we would sneak onto a card we knew he was going to play his dad's old name during the it's, he would un- <laughs> unwittingly cue this thing up and play it. So, uh, uh, just to
2: shortly or quickly finish up this discussion, which is a long discussion. I listen the the city school district. There's there's no excuse for what's going on there. Uh, but the, uh, the only caveat to that is um, they're not handed uh, a fair uh, you know easily or even. You know, difficultly managed situation with the demographic, uh, you know, the, the the single parents, the lack of, uh, you know, some sort of stable family structure, um, and it, it makes their job that much more difficult. And unfortunately, the people that went into the spending up front, you know, spending so much money on programs believe that the government is the solution to... Um, is the solution to the pro- the problem uh, any problem and we all know that the government is the last and least uh appealing and you know so- solution to anything government by its very nature stinks is sucks is is incompetent and is barely competent at best and when you you rely on other than what government really really should be involved in which is you know, national defense and maybe infrastructure, mm-hmm. and you start having, you know, a department of education at the federal level. And uh, I mean, schooling was always good because it was something that was under local control and it reflected the families that were, uh, had kids attending those schools. And we've lost that. There's a small uh, group of people that control everything, and it, it surely does not reflect the desires or the hopes. Uh, of the people whose kids they're educating anymore, so yeah, I don't know. We could really... we could go on and talk about this.
0: Well, yeah, and, and then the whole process again has been completely bent out of shape. Like for example, the budgeting process, where the local school boards have almost no power because everything is mandated. Yeah, they they control like five percent of the of the real world spend. You
2: really think it's that small amount?
0: Uh, it's really small. I I mean I know I know what what, what number is it? I don't know. Well, if it's, uh, 5% of a billion, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I mean, I'm talking about the proportion. I they, they, it's, it's uh, 50 million. Uh, <laughs> no, I understand what
2: you're saying. I um, can't wrap my head around a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I didn't think
4: all of Monroe County was worth a billion dollars.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a city of, t- you know, 200,000 people, maybe. Right. And 10% maybe, of them are yeah. students.
2: <clears throat> wow. And, uh, uh and money is not the solution and it's definitely not the solution but mm. uh, um uh. we had a we had a scare in the veteran world this week right steve um congressional budget office put out a oh jeez uh, yeah put out a you know they they're supposed to be doing analysis and coming up with solutions Dennis and, McDonough to the rescue right um and they uh, a report they did got published this past week that just sent shockwaves through the veteran community. Um, so, once again, people that have injuries they qualify for compensation from the VA uh, to help op- offset the, you know, the struggle they have as a result of their injuries, and it can be a small amount, as much as maybe ninety dollars, and it could be a month up to. Uh, depending on the characterization and how dis- uh, you know disabled they may be, the compensation may be up around four thousand dollars a month. Um,
4: disability. This well, is no, VA. well,
2: no. We see this is it. It's VA compensation. You know, we call it disability, but it's really compensation. Yeah,
4: but, but people, people think of it. I mean, if you you talk about compensation. They're not going to know your, your eyes are going to glaze over. It's their,
2: it's what it's your percentage disability, right? You have a dis, you have a disability as a result of your service, and you get compensation from the VA right. for it, and um, which is
4: sort of I, I've always been, had a problem with it because what they're allowing you to do is keep your money. See, it's only all they do is give you a tax exemption for what you what you get. I
2: mean, that, that's no, not necessarily. There's two ways to characterize it. Um, If your disability resulted from combat or training for combat, um, it doesn't offset your retirement or any other money you're getting it is in addition to. And mm. if you're characterized, for instance... Yeah, if you I don't were, have
4: any of that, so... Yeah, yeah
2: if you were characterized, that's probably wrong, the way you're characterized, if all you're doing on your your military retirement is getting part of it tax-free. That's probably someone really screwed up when they were doing the claim. They call it right.
4: a VA waiver, I think they call it.
2: Yeah, and it's not hard to get. No,
4: um no. But... You apply for it when you come out of service, you know, the... You get together with the veteran service guys, and they or the and they they give you a number. I mean, they you know, and you get and, and when you get your pay every month, you get a a certain part of it back, and it, it, they just tell you that you know that's your VA waiver.
2: No, but I'm telling you, that's probably an improper characterization. Yeah, if, if that's yeah, a, yeah. if that's how it's working for you, very few people. Their injury should not be additional compensation, not, not an offset of their retirement pay. We can talk about that okay. off the air. But uh, anyway, the bottom line is the CBO um, put out this report saying it would be very prudent and would save the government uh, you know, billions of dollars billions. over 10 years if we start putting a means test hmm. to um, whether or not you receive your VA disability check anymore. And so, this uh, you know, this then sparks up. It, it, oh
4: yeah, when, it, when that automatically just lit up uh, the the switchboard. When I, when I heard that they were talking about mean testing, VA disability, I just thought that's not going to go far. I I wonder if it was just a trial balloon.
2: Well, everything's a trial balloon. Everything's a trial balloon. Um, I mean, CBO is supposed to be independent. But um, Hmm, hmm. someone had to plant the seed with them. Right. Um, And so anyway, but so the last five days, there's just been, you know, people coming out, the president coming out, everybody coming out saying, we're not taking your uh, VA disability compensation away. There will be no means test. And really, it's counterintuitive if you think about it. If it's something that you're entitled to because of your service that you've earned, if you know as a result of it um, then why would you why should there be a means test associated with it i mean really that's that's the bottom line mm-hmm. if it's if it's if if it is truly tied to an injury and i'll give you an example i have a friend who um is unbelievably well off uh vietnam helicopter pilot had prostate cancer um, was declared 100% disabled uh Seven years later, after he went five years with no cancer, they took the hundred percent away because <laughs> they said he didn't you know he had gone five years without any recurrence of the cancer. But the point is this guy you know generates his hmm. business generates now over four hundred million dollars a year. Did he need that money? no, but was it something that he had through his service that he had earned and otherwise and once again, it's a drop in the bucket for a guy like that um but so they do take away they don't always just you know give money away and but they I don't, think they
4: don't want to means test any other entitlements or right, any other federal right. programs do they well don't I, they
2: do that for so i don't know but um this is an earned benefit. This is a cost of doing war and it's not something they should be playing with. And they made it clear this week they weren't gonna play with it, so we'll see. Uh
4: for a celebration, I guess. Huh? Yeah.
2: But once something's mm. out there you always gotta wonder, like you said, were they just sort of floating an idea to see what would happen? Hearing some music, we're gonna take a break here on Valerio when we come back, uh, we'll have a bit more. We'll be
0: right back with Steve and Paul and Bob. <laughs> On WYSL 92.1 FM, 95.5 FM West, AM 1040, always on WYSL1040.com.
1: From Niagara Falls to the Anirondacks and from Canada to Pennsylvania,
0: you're listening to Valor Radio. We are back in here with Valor Radio on the WISL stations with the captain and the colonel. I guess we got to go
2: back to work, huh? We're having a little sidebar conversation yeah. Yeah, over it looks, here. Yeah,
0: looks that way. <clears throat> all right, everybody out of the green room, come on, back all on right, stage. All right, here we are. Uh,
2: lots of stuff going on. Um, So now that um, vaccine, COVID vaccine is no longer mandated, uh, trying to uh, figure out how this is all going to wash out. There were people who were forced out of the military that are being given the opportunity to return. Um, There are folks over 7,000 that disobeyed what was then at the time a lawful order that may still have their records flagged and um, are missing schools and opportunities for promotions and jobs and other things pending resolution of their individual matters. This is a tough one. Um, Military depends on the ability to uh, uh, have the expectation that people will follow orders that they're given and, whether it's you know to poke your arm with a needle or to charge that hill, that machine gun emplacement on that hill, um, so this is a tough one. I don't know what's what's your Navy perspective, Steve.
4: Well, you know, some, uh, at first in the first place, they should never have they put themselves in the position of having uh, having to. I mean, they're never going to be able to undo their mistake, which was initially. Uh, forcing people to get the jab. They they should have figured out a, a way to get people to comply without, without uh, ordering them to take it. Um, but they panicked like everybody else, and they made them take the shot. And then when they wouldn't do it, which you could have predicted a lot of these people were not going to do it because the evidence showed... Um, that it wasn't safe and that, well, or so that is, it wasn't effective.
2: But so is charging up a hill with machine guns firing at you. Well, the
0: well, problem is the second option has nothing to do with charging up the hill. It has to do with you putting a foreign substance in your body that has uh, probably not been properly vetted. Well,
2: full metal jacket, machine gun rounds entering your body. I So this is this is a tough one. This is really a tough one. You know, the military thrives... On uh, on their ability to, now you you said something, did they need to go to ordering everybody right off the bat? <clears throat> Maybe that was the error. Um, but you know, we usually go to the the most
4: they, they, they should have, they should have had the foresight to uh, to not order them that way because if once they did, they're they're in a, they're in a, a bind. Because now you have 7,000 members who disobeyed a lawful order and something has to be done with them. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with those people? You know, okay, the other question is, how do you punish them? Okay, they, they they disobeyed a lawful order. Okay, let's just say that they established that, yes, they did it and they're guilty of it and they've all copped to it. Well... What are you going to do? You're going to officially reprimand everybody. Are you going to unofficially reprimand them? Can you give them a like in, in the Navy? We could we could give them a, a, a non-punitive letter of caution, right? Could, or or we could give them a letter of reprimand. Letter of reprimand stays in your in your file forever, and everybody knows it. And when you go up for promotion, everybody sees it. Right. Non-punitive letter of caution, you know, you're probably never going to know that that person ever got it.
2: Right. Well, there, there's a couple of issues here. Um, because of the amount of time that's elapsed, we're into the third year. Yeah. Um, sitting on a promotion board, this is even awful. if there's nothing in their records, you're going to see a lapse right. of activity or you know schooling or something for a three-year period. Three years. It's not going to be you know sitting there looking at the person's record in a promotion board. It's going to... Um, and especially officers. Three years is an eternity.
4: They, they need to get off the pot. They, they need to do something like ASAP because right. they're they're making it worse by delaying a decision.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. So 17,000 service members balked at taking the shots, uh, citing safety fares. Um That's a lot of people. It's a ton. It's a ton of people. Um,
4: so... And and everywhere you go in the service, you're gonna see you're gonna run into people who didn't take it, right. And they're all they're all on pins and needles about their board, right? And, and you, you can't
2: blame them. Um, people are are getting upgrades to their discharges if they ended up getting out because they got less than honorable discharges. Um, so you
4: let's say, let's just say they they're eligible to come back in. They are okay. They come back in. They they've lost
0: couple of years. Absolutely. Well, Can't something like some notation be put in the file that this is, you know, the COVID vaccine related or whatever? Oh, yeah. So it's no, like a mitigation will. thing that uh, they, that sure they sure. can
2: put it in the file. But once again, you're, you're the people sitting on the promotion boards are human and the selection boards. And so. The best way there are going to be hardcore
4: people at that board. Who will say, "Damn it, he didn't. Her, she didn't get the jab, and they were ordered right. to do it." And- I've
2: said on enough promotion boards, I can't tell you what the dynamics are. Yeah. on these promotion boards, now they do it typically with six people, but it used to be twelve people. And I would tell you on a board of twelve people, you know, it'd be twelve colonels and one general uh, doing the board. There'd be one or two people that were irrational. Uh, you know, <laughs> rule followers, and if oh, there was really? any okay.
1: deviation
2: from the rule, then really? that person's life should be—you know—they should their life should be over with, and uh-huh. their, their service. So every
0: board's got four patents on it. Okay, I got no, it. No, no, yeah. they're not patents. Wow.
2: No, see, patent would recognize. Patent was, you, it, it, it was, no, was m- different. He really wasn't. That okay, way.
0: all right. I, t- it, I take it back. Uh,
2: patent isn't the right. I really. For, I I, I yeah. withdraw the comment. Yeah. No, these are people that are are so fixated with. Uh, being rule followers that mm-hmm. they don't understand, and these are typically people that haven't experienced anything either. Well, what I'm saying is, isn't there a systemic approach
0: that we can take to this? Yes, recognizing oh, yeah. the nature is. the nature yes. of the issue. Yes, unfortunately, a lot they of have times
4: to be creative, and they're right.
2: not. These people are not creative. That's the problem. Well, I should listen to this show. Um, they, <laughs> the, the point I was getting to is that oftentimes when you highlight something, saying we don't want you to take this into account. <laughs> and highlight it for someone by doing it. Uh, by, by saying yeah. don't do it all it does is focus a laser on the thing you're telling them not to consider um, in what they're doing now o- over time this will purge itself out but once again the military is struggling right now with recruitment and retention this is and, bad
4: though i mean this is going to be around for a long time sure sure this and ruined this, a lot of people's careers right
2: especially officers that everything's fairly yeah. programmed you know you have to hit gates right. at every step of your career and a three-year hiatus I can tell you, Chiefs too, NCOs. Yeah.
4: they're going to use this as a uh, yeah. as a battering ram for a lot of these because it makes it a lot easier to do boards if you can just hit people with something, right? And, and keep the and get
2: and wipe them out of the you know the running. Um, I mean, the, the boards are fairly. Tightly managed, and if you're you know if you 're a board member and you 're so far out of the norm, it gets identified very quickly on with the scoring system the way it works, but nonetheless, once again, this has got to get fixed I um, hope so. yeah, and I hope so. you know eighty six hundred char eighty six hundred troops are discharged from the active and reserve component um, That's a lot of people yeah and, 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 Good and also look at too. look
0: and also look at the suppressing uh, effect this is going to have on recruitment. Right. So, oh, people, are, people are going, what, an Army career? Yeah. And, and then they they give it to you in the shorts. It, 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 you well, they're
4: constantly browbeating you with this, well, we take care of our own. Well, no, you don't. You're not taking care of your own. You should have taken care of them, but you didn't. And now you got some explaining to do. Yeah. It's, and you know, once
2: again you know, we're looking at this with the value of hindsight and yeah. everything else. But typically, in the military, you get, more sh- you get more shots for different things than you ever would in your civilian life, unless you're in a career that takes you, you know, to the far corners of the earth, right? I mean, it's just part of the military life that you do get a lot of shots. There's a lot of medical things that you um, have to go through. You know, you start taking pills when you're going to go to certain parts of
0: the world because of... Um, Demonstrated need for those things, though. Mm -hmm. All right. Right, right.
2: But there's also a history of doing it. You know, in 1991, Desert Storm, they gave us pills that were supposed to reduce the effects of nerve agents. And now they're finding out that those things could be having some kind of crazy effect. But there's a history of doing this. But it's something that just has to be fixed, and like Steve said, fixed quickly to mitigate uh, the damage that's already been done hearing some music. We'll be back uh, with a little bit more of Valor Radio right after this break.
3: For standard of specialized business insurance coverage. MGM Associates of Rochester, now serving the region and beyond in New York. Since 1984, MGM has provided leading coverage from a wide range of carriers. Not only home, condo, boat, motorcycle, and auto, but also specialized policies for all types of businesses, including nonprofits and law firms, livery insurance, property insurance, and bonds for all needs. MGM Associates of Rochester provides auto, workers' comp, health care, and liability coverage. Choose from virtual appointments or good old in-office. In-person consults by appointment at our Penfield office. Five-time consecutive winner of the National Best Practices Award. MGM is proud to support veterans groups. For your personal business, home, or professional insurance needs, meet the experienced staff at MGM Associates. Locally and proudly owned at 1745 Penfield Road in Penfield. 381-7008 or mgminsure.com. An associate of Ontario Insurance Company, 28 Canandaigua Street in Shortsville.
1: Hi, I'm Alan Ginsberg of the AM Ginsberg Advisory Group, LLC. I know a lot of you have heard enough of my ad regarding business continuation. We started this campaign in September 2020, and I want you to know the response has just been tremendous. The best part is that we're seeing the results of our efforts. Business owners who have been procrastinating on how to make sure their business continues on a successful path are starting to make the changes that are needed. Whether it be talking to their children, key employees, or favorite competitors, they are starting to get things done. Making sure that their life's work doesn't just go by the wayside. Give us a call at 585 377 4720. We'll sit down and talk, find out what your business and family goals are. That's 585 377 4720. Thank you. Securities offered through Securities America Inc. member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered
0: through Securities America Advisors Inc. AM Ginsburg Advisory Group and the Securities
3: America companies are separate entities. It hot. As a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events, things that we couldn't afford, thanks to VetTix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can give our veterans a special event where they too can create their own cherished memories. Visit VetTix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. You're listening to Fallow Radio
1: with Colonel Paul Simonelli.
0: See if Steve can stand up with headphones on. Yes, he's made it, ladies and gentlemen. Snappy salute. That's expected. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, I'll kill this. All right. That, yeah, it's okay. Thank Steve, at ease. That was nice. Yeah, was it Come nice? On. No, even the dog stood up. Look at that! Come That's here. true. good, good boy. Dogs a sailor. So right. We're just talking
2: about re- the effect of uh, the COVID stuff on uh, recruitment. I know we've talked a little bit about. Uh, uh, there's at least folks out there saying whether it's true or not that uh, all the discussions about policies in the military not being focused on uh, war fighting. Uh, are affecting people's willingness to join, um, and then the poor army. Just when they think they're getting their heads out of their butts and they have a path to go forward with uh, marketing and and recruitment and other things, they resurrected uh, from our youth. All you got to do is put on on stripes. Yes, the stripes. beginning of stripes where they're watching the commercial. Uh, be all you can be in morning first sergeant and we do more before nine a.m. than most, most people, people do all day. day. Right, right, and you c- couldn't have grown up in America. It was and a that, great campaign. That, yeah, it was a great campaign they and used it for uh, twenty years. Yep, and so army not no one coming up with any wonderful new ideas went retro and and dusted that off and spent one hundred seventeen million rebranding. Oh, That's
4: a lot of money, boy.
2: Um, and the. The deep voice on the first commercials you heard, were by uh, from a actor uh, named Jonathan Majors. Anybody know who he is? I don't know. I don't know that. Person. No, but uh, uh, they went all in with Mister Majors. They sure did. And not only his voice, but also his image right. on, on some of the commercials. And unfortunately, Mister Majors had a little run in with uh, the NYPD. gendarme, yep. gendarme in New York City recently. <laughs> And uh what was it arrested for Paul uh domestic
4: abuse, assault,
2: strangulation, and harassment um and now, of course, his attorney is saying that's a trifecta
4: that, right there yeah, boy.
2: that's it, that's it um, and the army has decided to pull their entire ad oh, campaign, oh boy, at least temporarily. And uh you
4: think temporarily or you think it's permanent?
2: Oh, I think it's going to be permanent. I but, think so too. Um there's oh, a yeah. there's oh, a gap oh, here. Oh,
4: I can see Bob's playing games to get that thing on there. I he's yeah, he, he, we're going to hear that pretty soon.
2: Um we're going to hear Mr. Major's voice. Is we're going that to hear what you're you're Army. To do?
0: Well, I I am hoping that's the case. Uh let's uh, I haven't listened to this. I love, I love this. Haven't had a chance this to. Something this from, is from the 80s. Let's give it a shot. Do reaching here inside you Go! the things you've never known oh yeah it's been is that tough, a new
4: one or an old no that's the old one it's got the, you got the you M1 helmet on. yeah you remember that song I do we yeah. do
1: more before 9am than most people do all day
4: beautiful
0: hey
1: first sergeant good morning you
0: can do that's India. the one you were
4: talking about. Good job, Bob. One.
2: That's the original commercial from that right is the, the 80s. Or, it's got the
4: original everything on yeah. there. Yeah, that's think, a beauty.
2: I think you probably have a hard time finding the new one because it said the, the company that got paid $117 million. You
0: can't beat that. That was beautiful. No, that was.
2: that was. They were that, jumping on airplanes. Why airplane can't they just
0: mix a different voice in? What's the problem?
2: Well, but I his know. image appears in a bunch of the commercials, too. They used was his he, image. Was he
0: the, I couldn't see it. No, no, it?
2: that's the old commercial. This isn't the new one. The one you played was from 1980s. Oh, so he
0: wasn't, he wasn't in the original one. No, no, oh, no, no, okay. no. They've completely no, like redone kind of like them a, all. Like the Allstate
4: commercials. You get that guy with that, Deep voice. Allstate, you know that guy? He's always in the commercials. At least he was. Yeah. If they, they must have put this guy, Jonathan Majors, in the commercial, right. which was a bad idea. So okay. just take him
2: out. Well, so...
4: Or get um, James Earl Jones or something.
0: Yeah. Um. James Earl Jones is dysles- dyslexic. Oh, is he? Yeah, he, he literally has to do the scripts. I actually sat in on a session with James Earl Jones in, in Rochester at Frank Scheid's studio on Charlotte Street. Uh-huh. And he had to, they basically had to read to him what to say. And then How he would long ago was this? Oh, was 20 years ago.
4: Wow, so he's been doing all that stuff since. He's still, he's still been doing stuff. Is he yeah. still with us?
0: Is he still James? Oh, yeah. Is, he's crap. still with us, yeah.
4: Yeah. So I don't know if know he would his do it His famous work, line
0: is, this is... Yeah, right.
4: <laughs> well, we won't hold that one against him.
0: <laughs> what's what's, what's Paul doing? Is a <laughs> Paul, of that sounds like crap. We can't hear <laughs> it. All right. Well, sorry.
2: That's the one?
4: Those that's, that's the one? The new one?
2: Yeah, that's the new one.
4: I don't like the... I don't. Like, it, it sounds haunting.
0: So, yeah. so sounds as uh, as uh, Jerry Stoller said in Zoolander, lame, lame. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, well, next week we'll uh, we'll spin
2: up the new commercial and uh, See, if we can Navy still had, find the it. The Navy had
4: great commercials back in the eighties.
2: Yeah, but you had that big hardware. I mean, how do you, how do you? Compete with an aircraft carrier and, yeah. and fighter jets, and you get these kids. You know, <laughs> we had the coolest so, advertising
4: in the seventies. Yeah. We had dawn launch Sea of Japan. Then yes. they remember that yes. they would play Absolutely. that jazzy music, and they actually had. I think Aerosmith at one time
2: did a, a commercial for the U.S. Navy. Yeah, no, walk this way. Yeah, Can you how, imagine? How do you compete with that? You and don't. So I remember talking, I was a young lieutenant, 22 years old, and I'm talking to a couple guys in my platoon, and they were telling me about their experience with their recruiters. Now, this is back in the late 70s, early 80s. Oh, no. And so <laughs> on, on a computer, I mean, on a tank, there's a knob that you used to turn to say what type of ammunition you were using. You know, there were oh. four types of ammunition. Uh-huh. And so one of the things the gunner had to do,
0: Dial around.
2: Dial, you know, whichever type of round was going to be fired out of the gun because it affected the ballistics. Uh Well, they used to call that a computer. So, the recruiters told these kids that, well, if you want to get into computers, tanks have
0: computers. Snob. <laughs> <That's a> <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay.
2: And technically, I guess oh, it was no. a computer because it took the calculations that's necessary. Stretching
0: it, man. I
2: know that. But, I mean, that's what recruiting used to be, just, obviously. Yeah, to be, uh, Where, where's the touch that.
0: screen? I don't know. Yeah,
2: well, yeah. you know, get in some of the new stuff. You want to see some touch screens. Um, it's pretty amazing. But. I um, love
4: that. And that's beautiful. Can
2: you imagine that? Yeah, then I you can. got the and well, but how what they used to do to these kids? Well, you want to get into jets, you know, and yeah. you, you end up, yeah. you know, scraping the deck of an aircraft well, carrier. They, remember, they, they,
4: they, uh, Saturday Night Live did that one skit where they uh, they 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 lampooned the Navy doing, and they had um instead of Don sea of Japan, they said like port of Call, Bayonne, New Jersey, and this this kid scrubbing a toilet and the, with, the, with the same music. It was just I got to find that one. That that's a that's that's one of the more famous
2: SNL skits. So you know you, you just hear this, but you got to think. What is the you know the army? God love them, you know, I know. The, it's, it's, this is. Can, I just can Only imagine. The Army. Only I can the Army. I can just imagine the meetings on the Monday morning after this happened. I I can just imagine the meetings at the Pentagon yeah. and the director. Know. You know the Army director of public affairs. It's a one star general position. Oh, you know of him really being dragged in. off when he came into work. That oh morning. yeah, and having to go into the chief of staff's office and explain what's going oh, on and no. how they're going to crisis manage this situation oh, and what no. it's going to cost and the delay. The big deal is they've got a ton of time bought for March Madness and for the. Final yeah. four. Oh, in I fact, know. they had a whole big on the ground campaign where the games are being played. That was you their
0: Lollapalooza. Yeah, yeah this yeah. was gonna
2: be their big yeah. you know, and now what are they going to do? <laughs> you know, bring
0: out the old I'd say bring out the old be all you can be campaign. From what we, we just heard. Yeah. I think it th- I think it still works. I well they, apparently they thought it would, but you know, they did
2: contemporize it because they had to get everybody in there, you know um to make sure that they were being uh politically correct and woke well that and- can
0: easily be yeah, you just digitally insert that. that that's so, not hard to do. So it'll be
2: interesting to see what
0: happens this oh, weekend with yeah. March
2: Madness and what they're going to do going forward. But you've got to think, you know, this is just one of those things. Um similar incident happened when uh, Black Hawk Down came down and I, uh, came out. Um, it came
4: down. I hope not. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, it did. That was, how the, that was the premise. But uh, when the movie Black Hawk Down came out, really, um, one of the original heroes of that battle, you know they tried to get the old crew right, together yeah, yeah. and one of the heroes of that battle was in prison for statutory rape Ooh, that, that, and that's nice so that. they actually went back and re-edited the movie and you know oh, downplayed his no. role in the whole thing when you read the book he's got a gigantic role in the story in the book and so these things happen you have to adapt overcome and we'll see what happens with it bob's playing the music which means we got to go steve yeah, another day another day another dollar folks. Thank you. Have a great week. Uh, let's keep I'm our soldiers, sailors, airmen, marine coasties, guardians in your thoughts and in your prayers. We'll see you next week on Valor Radio. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you.
4: Mother, everything to everyone Up and out on bright and early I'm all business in my suit Yeah, I'm dressed up for success From my head down to my boots I don't do it for the money There's bills that I can't pay. I don't do
3: it for the glory. I just do it anyway. Providing for our futures. My responsibility.